Hi, I'm Felicia, and you're listening to episode 68 of Five Song Set. When I was a university student, I took bassoon lessons from a wonderful man named Morris Newman. In addition to playing bassoon, he played a variety of medieval and renaissance instruments. Once he let me try out a racket, which was shaped a bit like a large coffee can with a thin neck and a reed a little bit like a bassoon, and with a chimney coming out the top. That was, I think, my introduction to early music. In this episode, you'll hear five songs that use old instruments, old musical styles, or both. I'd like to dedicate this episode to Morris. We're going to start off with Palestinalid by Unto Ashes. Unto Ashes is based in New York City and uses a variety of medieval and Renaissance instruments in their music, interwoven with acoustic guitar and piano. This song is from a compilation of music performed at Convergence 19, a convention in Austin, Texas. The compilation is available for free download from Bandcamp. As for the song, Palestinalid, Palestine Song, was written by Walter van der Vogelweider, the most celebrated German medieval lyric poet, about Palestine and the Crusades. Both the text and the original tune have survived. This is only the only one of Walter's songs to have made it to us intact. If you want to read more about the song, I'll put some links in the show notes. Here is Palestinalid by Unto Ashes. So bist du sie 
by Patrask. According to Daniel, who plays percussion for the group, the name of our group is Patrask, which roughly translates as Dirty Vagabonds, and we have been playing together for 13 years approximately. We started out playing music from the Middle Ages only, using Sweden's youngest and most handsome medieval band as our tagline. Later, we got really into folk music from various places, the Middle East, Africa, South America, and Scandinavia. Of course, since we're from Dalarna in Sweden, a region famous for its musical heritage. And at the same time, we couldn't really let go of our modern influences, such as hip-hop, reggae, rock, pop, blues, electro, and whatnot. So this seemingly all-over-the-place-ish mix became our sound. And now we've moved away from being a medieval band, since we've inevitably gotten older, and thus we can't live up to the youngest and most handsome medieval band anymore. 
Therefore, in accordance with the flight of time and reality, we are now Sweden's youngest and most handsome Renaissance band. The thing with Patrusk, according to my not-so-professional analysis, is the fact that we have never been able to not let all of our influences enjoy an equal amount of limelight in the musical execution. Sure, the melodies are either from the Middle Ages or the Renaissance, or folk tunes that go way back. And we use historical instruments, but the harmonies might have a jazzy vibe to them, the chord progressions often sound more pop than period, and the beats can be imitations of the blips and blops from a drum machine. And for some reason, people seem to like what we do. That makes us very happy. The sum, or mokolo, is from our latest album called Os which means something like raw musical power that makes you want to get down like you've never gotten down before. It was made during a period when we were heavily influenced by music from the Balkans. This is evident in Omokolo, which is originally a Sephardic, Spanish-Jewish tune. But in our interpretation, it's been run, th run through a Roma brass band filter. It's been a while since we released that record, and we've been preoccupied with life, touring, and various other projects. But now, we're in the pre-production phase of a new record that is to be titled A New World Record. Doesn't this sound fantastic? I'm very much looking forward to hearing what Sweden's youngest and most handsome renaissance band has for us next. Next, we will hear Samar by Artificis Plate. Artificis Plate is Latin for street artists, and is the name of the collective that first appeared in 2008 at the Russian State University for the Humanities in Moscow. Yuri from the group says, We work in the field of authentic and folklore music, from Iron Age to contemporary Tuareg music. We mostly perform live and make few recordings. The album Viking Harpabestelling Vikings for Delivery, was inspired by early medieval Scandinavian culture. We played medieval Germanic songs, Swedish, English, German, as well as Spanish and Catalonian. Irish and Scottish folk songs, too. The group hasn't recorded any of their Tuareg music yet, but Yuri has said that he'll let me know when this happens. I expect that it will be awesome as well. Here is Artificius Plate with Samar. Thank you. 
The name of the group was originally from Greek and means a bowl for ritual gifts. Yevgeny from the group says, Ethnic Project Patir was created by an artist and multi-instrumentalist Andrei Nazarov in 2009. Initially, it was considered to be a studio-only project to reconstruct a musical panorama of the Middle Ages. Today, the project is the work of two people, Andrei Nazarov and Yevgeny Lalin. Their art consists of making musical pictures and studio work, just two men and loads of instruments. He continues, we're currently working on a full-length album, Pier. At the moment, the Russian professional guitarist Andrei Smirnov from UDO and Everlost prepares the arrangements for our new songs. Heavy guitars will add spice to our ethno tracks. I think it'll be epic. I agree, this does sound epic. Now before we go, Five Songs Set is recorded under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. So you can share it, but not sell it or change it. All the rights to the songs are held by the musicians. The show notes, which you can find on the Five Songs Set website, contain links to all the bands and songs in this podcast, as well as lots of additional information. I'd like to thank the musicians featured here for giving me permission to use their songs, because without them, this podcast wouldn't be possible. I'd like to thank Alexander Petersky for the theme music. I'd also like to thank my friend Dmitri, who helped with the pronunciations. Of course, all the mistakes you hear are mine, especially with the Swedish, and there are bound to be plenty. If you like one of the bands you heard here, go like them on Facebook. You can find a link in the show notes, and it'll help them out. If you would like to let me know what you think about the podcast, drop me an email at fivesongset at gmail.com, or comment on Facebook. Or VK, I have a group there now, too. You can subscribe to the podcast by following the instructions on the website or by going to the iTunes store. Lastly, we're going to hear a track from the bell recordings of Alexander Zhirif. Bells came to Russia in the late 10th century, borrowed along with the structure of the Byzantine liturgy. 
The instruments were originally made of wood, but according to some sources there was no suitable wood for making sonorous instruments in the Kievian Rus, so they were made of iron or copper. So the history of bells in Russia goes back quite a ways. Alexander Zhiarev was born near Moscow, and after he got out of the army, he started working at the factory, All-Union Institute of Light Alloys. It was there that he poured his first bell. Down the road, Alexander served as a bell-ringer in the Kremlin and the Cathedral Christ the Savior, researching for many years to realize a way to replicate the bell's dreamy resonances. In 1988, he found a form that is comparable in sound to the traditional bells and decided to call it hammer icon, or bila. They were flat, bronze and brass plaques, varying in size and weight, which emitted a surprisingly beautiful tone. The flat bells are now cast in Italy and can be heard playing throughout Europe. Here is track 7 from Payushaya Bronza, Singing Bronze, by Alexander Zhiarif.
Until next time, this is Felicia signing off from Oregon. Five, 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 five,